Sharing is caring. The gift given is better than the gift received. A eh, fable adventurers? And what a gift the marksman gave. The gift of kindness, friendship, and a profitable bounty. A bounty that should help with the ridiculous overhead that Santa talked about. Now we travel to an ordinary Christmas party. Now you may ask yourself, writer, why do we want to travel to a random, ordinary Christmas party? Because the spirit of Christmas moves in mysterious and extraordinary ways. Christmas is here. In Ostreister, university students drop their textbooks and pick up their festive sweaters and holiday wassailing. The Christmas magic flows through the air and swirls down a flue into the oven of a house being prepared for its own Christmas blowout. The dainty, powdery snowflakes fall lightly to the ground, swirling in the crisp night air of Ostreister. The accumulating snow piles up on the stoop of an apartment complex. Inside, a couple fresh out of university are dashing about the house. The wife, dressed in a slinky Santa's outfit, complete with a red fur stocking cap and long leather boots, flits around the house, leaving a trail of Christmas decorations and cheer in her wake. Her husband wore a stocking cap to match hers, but that would be about the only thing that matches in his ensemble. He wears a painfully festive sweater with several bright colors and tacky poppings of assorted colors. Several dozen miniature glossy ornaments hang from his wavy beard. The ugly sweater guy has obviously had a preemptive sampling of the holiday eggnog as he stumbles around the house after his wife, trying to do his duty as a helpful husband, albeit a slightly buzzed one. The wife, slightly aggravated by the husband's clumsy attempts of assistance, turns to face her husband. If you're looking to help, the gingerbread men are just about ready to come out of the oven, exclaims the wife. The ugly sweater guy stares intently at her, his social awareness blunted by his pre-party revelry. He tries to decipher if she's frustrated at him, the preparations in general, something someone else has done, or if she's even aggravated at all. Okay, says the ugly sweater guy with a shrug, resigning himself to the mysteries of women. He shuffles over to the kitchen. Surprisingly, he manages to remember to put on an oven mitt before he opens the toasty oven. He removes the long baking sheet, covered with dozens of uniformed gingerbread men, staring up at the ceiling blankly. The ugly sweater guy goes to set the cookie sheet down on the dessert table, but realizes that he does not have a pot holder to set the sheet on. The thought runs through his head that he has a pot holder. It's just on his hand. The ugly sweater guy grabs the sheet with his free hand to work the pot holder off of his other hand. A split second later, the reality of what the ugly sweater guy has just done screams in his brain. The ugly sweater guy swears, leaping into the air. He grabs the hot pan with the pot holder covered hand and sets it down on a stone casserole dish, running to the kitchen to run cold water over his hand, swearing all the way to the sink. A gingerbread man sits up to survey the scene. He could see the wall was decorated festively, with Christmas lights, 
tinsel, and knickknacks, covering nearly every square inch of wall space in the apartment. The experience of a thousand generations of gingerbread men flows through the consciousness of one little gingerbread man. He has to go. He rises, and he jumps to the edge of the eggnog bowl, using the ladle like a track and field star. The gingerbread man vaults across the expansive bowl. The ladle strikes the edge of the bowl, sending the gingerbread man tumbling through the air. He bounces off the lime jello dessert and then crashes into a chocolate cake, sliding across the icing. The gingerbread man stands up, wipes the icing off of him, and slides down the decorative tablecloth. The ugly sweater guy walks in, nursing his hand with an ice pack. He looks up and sees the streaks through the chocolate cake and the tracks leading across the carpet. He catches a glimpse of a little gingerbread man disappearing behind the Christmas tree. The ugly sweater guy stands in shock. He's never seen a living gingerbread man before. However, he quickly shakes out of his stupor to pursue the escaping baked good. He gets to the magnificently decorated Christmas tree, but doesn't see the gingerbread man. He begins to look up and down the tree, but there are so many ornaments, a gingerbread man could hide in plain sight. Suddenly, a branch shakes and the ugly sweater guy spies the gingerbread man hanging from a branch. The ugly sweater guy grabs at the gingerbread man, grasps and takes a bite out of the pastry's head. Unfortunately for the ugly sweater guy, the gingerbread man he grasped was a hard ceramic Christmas ornament. Ow! Yelps the ugly sweater guy as the gingerbread man slides down the backside of the tree, dropping into a present bag, his fall cushioned by a fluffy tissue paper. The ugly sweater guy drops to the floor, looking high and low over every present, searching for the runaway baked item. What are you doing? The guests are almost here. And what did you do to this cake? Screams the ugly sweater guy's wife. The ugly sweater guy turns. His words hung in his throat. How would his wife ever believe that a wayward gingerbread man ran away and caused this mess? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't, well, uh, stammers the ugly sweater guy. I don't want to hear it. Help me get the rest of this food out exclaims the ugly sweater guy's wife. The ugly sweater guy stands up and follows his wife back into the kitchen. A high-pitched giggle breaks the silence as the gingerbread man crawls out of a gift bag and slips out of the window into the night. <laughs>